The Farm Bill is the biggest piece of legislation impacting agriculture and our food system, and it will soon be coming up for a vote. Hi, I'm Steve Ammerman, Director of Communications for New York Farm Bureau, and welcome to this edition of News Bites. The Farm Bill comes up for renewal every five years in Washington, and this year is the year. It's a huge piece of legislation that funds USDA programs that farmers rely on, along with national food assistance programs. As you can imagine, a bill this big and this costly will need a lot of input from farmers and will also garner a lot of debate in Congress. So what does it all mean for members here in New York? Well, we sat down with New York Farm Bureau's Deputy Director of Public Policy and National Affairs Director Lauren Williams to learn more about why the Farm Bill should matter to everyone. So you're our National Affairs Director here at New York Farm Bureau, and you've been through the Farm Bill process before as it's coming up for renewal later this year. Every five years it comes up for renewal. How big is the Farm Bill? Yeah, so when we look at the Farm Bill, it's a really wide and comprehensive package. So it has multifaceted components. You know, it touches on risk management, crop insurance programs for farmers, as well as conservation, research, trade programs, but it also encompasses a wide portion of nutrition assistance for, you know, individuals across the country. We were talking about more than a trillion dollars in spending here. Yes. So, you know, when we look at projections, they've projected for the first time ever a farm bill that is going to be over a trillion dollars in total spending. So a very large package when we, you know, look at the whole scope of things. Mm -hmm. And not all of that, though, is ag-related spending. In fact, a bulk of it, it goes to nutrition policies. Yep. So when we look at the farm bill, you know, if you want to think of it as a big, you know, pie, about 75 to 80 percent of the pie or the puzzle of the farm bill goes to nutrition programs. And then the rest are allocated to, you know, crop insurance, conservation and all those other good programs that our farmers get to utilize. So I, I guess it's pretty, pretty understandable why farmers will care about the farm bill. But why should all New Yorkers care about the farm bill? Yep. So really, you know, from our perspective at New York Farm Bureau is all New Yorkers should care about the farm bill, not only because of the nutrition programs, which provide, you know, needed assistance to all New Yorkers, but also, you know, the general farm economy is really important to New York. It's over a $5 billion industry in the state. And so to keep it viable, a lot of these programs in the farm bill provide needed assistance if prices or disasters hit. So we wanna make sure that farms are around in the state to provide you know, food for New Yorkers. So let's break down the farm bill a, a little bit. And you touched on some of the key areas like risk management and conservation, but let's start with risk management. Are there any changes that New York Farm Bureau is looking for in the new farm bill? Yep, so when we talk about you know the farm bill, our really one of our overall goals is prioritizing risk management. So those, crop insurance type programs that really protect our farmers if a disaster hits or they lose a crop. So those are really important going forward and something we want to see continue. From our perspective, there's a couple different things that you know, are a couple different programs that farmers utilize. And that's, you know, getting crop insurance for what we think of corn and soybeans, but also specialty crop growers benefit from different risk management programs as well. And when you say specialty crop, we're talking about fruits and vegetables primarily? Yep, so specialty crops has a wide definition, but mainly, you know, your, your fruit, fruit and vegetable producers, so think cabbage, apples, you know, berries, 
you know, anything that falls under that different type of scope of com different commodities. Things that we all love on our orchards and vegetable farms here in New York State. <laughs> Conservation, also important. There's a, a program, I mean, Equip is, is one program that provides matching funds or, or supports farmers' efforts to implement best management practices. What are some of those practices that are happening on farms that, that the Farm Bill does support? Yeah, so it's when we talk about EQIP or the Environmental Qualities Incentive Program, it's a really great program. And so it provides for, you know, soil health practices. So think about, you know, farmers getting cost share to implement a cover crop. So they are planting, um, you know, a crop during the winter to make sure the soil is covered so it can't erode as quickly. Or, you know, manure storage to help store any manure on the farm so it can be applied at the right time and right scale. But also a whole host of, you know, for our, our more specialty crops, it could be a high tunnel to help them extend the production season or more manage, you know, their soil during different times of the year. So it's a full scope of different practices that farmers can utilize. And in terms of, we talk about fruit and vegetable farms, but also our, our dairy farms are, are looking for some changes as well. The dairy margin coverage program, which helps farmers when milk prices fluctuate. They take some really big swings when milk prices dropped. I know that's one thing that's important that we're, we're wanting to continue. Yep, so when we talk about the Dairy Margin Coverage or DMC program, it's been a program that was in the 2018 Farm Bill as well. And our farmers have really seen the benefits of having what we call margin protection when prices fall below a certain level. They do receive assistance when that instance happens. And so they've seen benefits from that. So we want to make sure that program continues, but also keeps up with, you know, costs in production and inflation. So looking for some minor changes there as well. But other things we're looking for in terms of dairy farms is, you know, addressing whole milk in schools, making sure we can update those standards so producers are able to, you know, get nutritious quality products into schools, but also just making sure that, you know, whole milk is available not only in schools, but other institutional buying as well. And urban agriculture, you know, that's something that we're hearing more and more about, literally farming on rooftops in New York City or Buffalo. Are there efforts in the Farm Bill to support urban ag as well? Yep. So the first, you know, the 2018 Farm Bill created the Office of Urban Agriculture for the first time, really acknowledging that growing sector of agriculture. So we really want to continue along those lines of supporting urban agriculture making sure that you know our urban farmers have the resources and technology that they need to continue. And maybe it's a little bit different from what you know our upstate farmers are typically used to or those you know in less urban areas. So making sure that you know conservation programs meet their needs or the risk management programs are more adapted to you know urban agriculture are really important. And it's also important for beginning farmers because we all know it's a challenge to get started in farming just to have the capital to purchase equipment, to buy land, to get the training that's needed. And the Farm Bill also supports beginning farmers as well. It does. And so when we you know, mainly talk about beginning farmers, making sure, like you said, they have the resources and opportunities to access credit so they can buy a farm or purchase the equipment and technologies they need. And one of the things we're really looking for is increasing the loan and credit amounts that they can utilize through the USDA Farm Service Agency. 
and making sure that those loans are keeping up with the cost of land, keeping up with the cost of technology or different equipment. Because, you know, if you, the loan only allows you to buy a small amount of acreage, that doesn't really enable you to be profitable in the long run. So we want to make sure things are keeping, you know, abreast with those, you know, costs. So the last big issue, maybe the, the biggest issue, as you alluded to earlier, is nutrition policy. It's a bulk of this farm bill. Why is it important that the nutrition title remain connected to the farm title or the agriculture title? Yeah, so it's, you know, one of our longstanding policies as Farm Bureau is really making sure that nutrition and agriculture go together. Because, you know, if we don't have farmers to produce the food, we wouldn't have, you know, sustainable nutrition programs. So really want to keep those together. Also, from a political perspective, you know, it makes good neighbors where both urban members as well as rural members who both of their constituents benefit from SNAP as well as agricultural programs really gives them an opportunity to work together. From a New York perspective, you know, 2.8 million individuals benefited from, you know, SNAP and nutrition programs. So that's a big part of our population in New York across the state. So really want to make sure that folks understand just the amount of support and funding of why SNAP is so important to New Yorkers. And you know, you've been working hard on, on these issues. Our members have been working hard on these issues. And you're going to be continuing to, to advocate along with our members to our congressional offices. You've been to D.C. A, a few times already to talk about this. And, and these are important discussions that Farm Bureau needs to have. Exactly. You know, it's a big year for agriculture and, you know, the Farm Bill. And we really want to get a Farm Bill done by the end of the year. I mean, it's really important that our members engage with their members of Congress, both Senate and House members on why the Farm Bill is important to them and really, you know, hone in on how individually they're impacted each day. So we want to carry that message and we do appreciate that our members have reached out already and have participated in different Farm Bill listening sessions, but we continue to press the issue and really encourage folks to reach out and, you know, contact their members of Congress. All right. Thanks so much, Lauren. Thank you. We will have more on the Farm Bill, including hearing directly from impacted farmers in upcoming editions of News Bites. You can also learn more about it by going to fb.org and click on Farm Policy in the Issues section. Your Farm Bureau will also be keeping members up to date on how they can voice their opinions on what is needed in the legislation. And as Lauren said, you can always call your senator and congressperson to ask them to support the Farm Bill. Well, thanks for listening to today's podcast, edited by Seth Moser-Katz. If you like what you heard on News Bites, please give us a positive review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, remember to thank a farmer for all that they do.